I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I am Sean, your host, and I am here running solo tonight. And I have a wonderful episode for you on a topic that has been really on my mind lately. Uh, it's going to be a quick one. Um, I want to kind of share some of my thoughts on a lot of the research I've done on um, self-stimming uh, behavior. Um, you know, I've seen lately so many videos out there, so much information about parents being embarrassed about it, wanting to get rid of it. They don't want their children to stim in any way, shape, or form. It's not socially acceptable. It's not, uh, it's embarrassing for them. Um, and I see BCBAs that are just like all about stopping it in every way. And, um, you know, I, I've done my research and I've come to the conclusion that I think it's just, it's wrong, morally wrong. Um, now, um, I do believe that stimming needs to be managed to an extent. Um, you know, so for instance, with Grayson, he is a, has a lot of the vestibular stim, uh, you know, things. Like, he has arm flapping, spinning, um, you know, shaking his arms. Uh, he kind of <laughs> beats his chest like Tarzan sometimes. Um he has visual stims as well. Uh, those are probably the two most common with him. But, you know, they do uh, affect him during therapy and homeschooling and stuff like that. They distract him and keep him from concentrating. So what we do is we try to fulfill that stim, that need in him by doing other things. Like we used his vest a lot. We um, would give him a lot of his rewards were... You know, stims, tickles, you know, uh, swinging, uh, picking them up in the air, giving them squeezes, uh, different things like that. So um, it was very interesting how when he had the weighted uh, vest on, uh, when he was in therapy, like there, there would be absolutely no stimming. So we would fulfill that need in another way, like doing something else, which allowed him to then focus on what he was doing. Um you know, we never want to take those stims away because he needs them to regulate himself. And, and, you know, that's, you know, that's something that's in his biology and in his makeup. Um, that's part of who he is and what he needs. Um, you know, and, you know, who are we to change that on him? And I think that's one of the big things, you know, I wanted to address when it comes to, you know, this whole debate on stimming, is it good, is it bad, um, you know, and so many people being embarrassed by it, like, you know, um, I feel like the world has gotten to a point where so many people, you know, people are so much more accepting now than they used to be, so why change or hide who you are to appease them, you know, people are more accepting than they ever were before, why would you need to do that? Um, 
you know, so I don't think that the argument of it being embarrassing or non-socially acceptable is, you know, I don't think it has as much, you know, standing as it did in the past. Um, you know, things have changed so much. And I think they need it to function right and feel right. And, you know, I don't want to take that away from Grayson because he's not going to have as fulfilled or, you know, as fulfilling a life as he would otherwise. So, I mean, that's kind of my viewpoint on it. And these parents that are trying to get rid of it, I think it's just a disgrace. I mean, I understand certain things, certain stims, like Grayson, uh, had an oral stim for a while when he was chewing on a lot of different things and you know I get it like it's dangerous so we had to work on eliminating that and trying to transfer it into something else um you know and even if you're trying to eliminate a stim you're going to see it you know manifest itself in a different way as you you know work on getting rid of it so you know, usually a kid's going to find something to stem on in some way, shape, or form, um, you know, even if you work on pushing them to stop a certain type of stimming behavior. So, but, you know, obviously I do get, like like I had mentioned, the health concerns, the health issues, safety issues, safety of themselves, safety of others. Um, you know, that's why when we talk about, you know, headbanging and stuff like that some kids do headbanging not as a behavioral issue but as a sensory issue um and obviously you know that's something that's dangerous just like the chewing on things is dangerous um you know so those are certain things yeah we have to be careful about we have to steer them away from we have to replace it with something else though that can fulfill that need for that child um and we're definitely all for, and we're lucky our BCBA is too, we're all for, you know, helping him fulfill his needs so that he can function at a higher level um, by fulfilling them. Um, you know, we notice when we ignore them, he's definitely much more disengaged and he's not as social necessarily as he, he would be otherwise. I mean, I get it. We do our dancing and singing and stuff and he's stimming off of that and he's engaged, but... You know, not with some of the other activities and things like that. So, you know, like I said, that's my opinion on it. I know Alex shares that opinion with me. <clears throat> it's very frustrating seeing these parents trying to forcibly change their children to that extent. And, you know, I feel like it's, it's I know, I, I just feel like it's morally wrong. And, you know, I encourage people to take a, you know, do the research, especially with people that are autistic and adults or teenagers and can talk about, you know, kind of impact, you know, their parents and BCBAs trying to eliminate their stimming, you know, behaviors, what kind of impact that had on them. Um, you know, 100% when I saw that stuff and did that research, saw those little videos and articles and stuff from those people... It definitely put it into a new perspective at that time. And that's one of the reasons, you know, I have the beliefs about it I do right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's some, this is something that's been bothering me lately. I've been doing a lot of research, you know, for the blog and for the podcast and things like that. And I've run across, for some reason, I've run across a lot of these videos slash articles that, 
you know, are talking about people getting rid of stimming behaviors. Um, and, uh, you know, if there's that much stuff out there, uh, you know, I, I needed to go on a little rant and talk about it. So um, that's kind of where I stand with that. I know Alex agrees with me. We've talked about it on other stimming episodes, uh, you know, and several other episodes, actually. So we've had some questions about it on the last Q&A episode. So, um, you know, if you guys want to talk any, you know, about it any further, reach out to us via email or in the comments of the, the blog, um, sorry, the podcast post. Um, you know, we love, we love you guys. We're here to help. We want to share, you know, our opinions, what we've learned and the knowledge we've learned, you know, we want you to share in the experience that we've had raising Grayson and having Grayson and, um, you know, all the different things we picked up and we hope it has an impact on, you know, your lives and, you know, the way you raise your child and your interactions with them. And hopefully we can, um, just encourage people out there and, and, and improve, help them improve their lives in some way, shape, or form. And that's just the whole reason we're doing this. So uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, like I said, you can find us Facebook, IG. Our blog is buildingthepuzzle.com. Uh, we have Grayson and Company on there. We, uh, you know, our, you know, our, one of our sponsors, Green Compass, CBD, amazing company we talked about on our last episode. That's on there as well. We have a promo code up for the holidays up there, so check that out. Um, yeah, so some awesome stuff. And uh, with that... For Autism, Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. Building the puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson Company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys